Al-Bayan Radio presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace be upon him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi Bismillah, Alhamdulillah Salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Continue my dear brothers with our seerah classes The last few lessons we've been speaking about the early da'wah The Muslims were growing in number So the Quraysh, they became increasingly worried and troubled by the Muslims growing in number. So close to Hajj season and the Quraysh, they feared that the Muslims would attract and influence the visitors that were coming there. So they didn't want to be embarrassed. They didn't want to lose face, as they say. And they didn't want to make it look like a rival religion was growing in Mecca, which they viewed as a stronghold of their gods. So they wanted to come up with a plan to combat the da'wah of the Muslims, to combat Muhammad wasallam. So they went to a man, one of the elders and leaders and most respected figures in Mecca, Al-Walid bin Mughira, Al-Makhzumi. And he's the father of Khalid bin Walid, radiyallahu And he was one of the chiefs or the leader of the Bani Makhzum tribe, one of the strong tribes of Mecca. So he led a campaign, we can say in today's terms, to discredit the Prophet in the eyes of the Arabs. So Walid said to the other chiefs and leaders of Quraysh, a people of Quraysh, the season of Hajj has arrived and Arab delegates are coming to you. They have indeed heard about this companion of yours, meaning the Prophet Muhammad So let us agree to say the same thing about him. Let's all say one thing. So we look like we're united in, in our confrontation of him. So let us agree to say the same thing about him. Otherwise, if you say different things about him, you end up contradicting one another. So the people said to Walid, you say something and decide what we should say and we will say it. So you say something, you decide, and what you say, we will agree with you. Walid said, no, 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 you speak and I shall listen to you. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear your opinions. So the people said, we will say that he is a kahin, a soothsayer, person who professes to foretell events, like a fortune teller, we can say. Walid said, he's not a soothsayer. He's not a kahin. And neither speaks nor versifies like them. Then we will say he is Majnoon. He's mad. He's a madman. Well, he said, he's not mad. We all know the signs of madness of Junoon. He does not behave radically, nor is his speech confused. Then we will say he's a Sha'ir. We will say he's a poet. Well, he said, but he is not a poet. We know the different kinds of poetry and his words can't be compared to any of them. He is therefore not a poet. We will then say he is a sahir, a magician or a sorcerer. Well, he said, he is not a sorcerer. We have seen sorcery and sorcerers. He practices neither the art of exorcism nor the tying of knots. People then said, what shall we say? What are we going to say? He fought for a moment and then said, By Allah, his words about the Prophet Muhammad and the Quran, his words are sweet, fresh, and attractive. His root is firm and his branches are truthful. Hence, whatever you claim about him will not be believed. However, it is more convincing, in my opinion, if you were to say, or if you were to present him as a sahir, a 
sorcerer. You should say that he has brought a message by which he creates a rift between father and son, brother and brother, husband and wife. Under his influence, family ties have been torn apart and every day families break up because of him. So this is what they decided. And Allah revealed the verses in Surah Al-Muddathir, which many say is about Walid bin Al-Mughira. And we'll read some of them and we'll finish today's lesson bi-ibnillahi ta'ala. Leave me with the one I created alone, meaning without wealth or children. And to whom I granted extensive wealth and children present with him and spreading everything before him, easing his life, then he desires that I should add more. No, indeed he has been toward our verses stubborn. I will cover him with sa'uda, meaning a difficult and exhausting torment, a severe torment. Innahu fakkar wa qaddar. He fought and plotted. Fakutila kayfa qaddar. May he be destroyed. Thumma kutila kayfa qaddar. Then may he be destroyed. How he plotted. Thumma nadar. How he plotted. Thumma abasa wa basar. Then he frowned and looked in a bad temper. Then he turned away and was proud and then said, فَقَالَ إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا سِحْرٌ يُؤْثَرُ This is nothing but magic. إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا قَوْلُ الْبَشَرِ This is nothing but a word of a human being. So powerful ayat describing, and there's more, describing this situation. But then Allah tells us what he's going to do to him. I will drive, I will cast him into Saqqar. And this is one of the names of hellfire. And what can make you know what is Saqqar? It lets nothing remain and leaves nothing unburned, altering or blackening the skins over it are 19 angels. So now the Quraysh took the words of Walid and came up with this line of defense, we can say. Quraysh, it's mentioned they formed small groups to spread propaganda. They waited along the different paths leading the pilgrims to the destination and would caution, they would warn every passerby about the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and the Muslims with the result that almost everyone formed an opinion or, an imp- or impression of the Prophet وسلم, without, without having seen or heard him. My dear brothers, if you look at modern day social media today and how they spread lies and falsehood against Islam, propaganda, very similar to what they done there. It's a different way. Instead of social media and media in general, they had small groups go spread. Say Muhammad is a sorcerer. Say this, say that. Kufr versus Iman, they use the same tools, just different ways, different techniques, different tools. But their aim is the same, to discredit, to speak bad, to make Islam, to make the Qur'an and Sunnah look bad. So what did the Prophet ﷺ do? He rose to meet the pilgrims. He didn't stop. He rose, he went to meet the pilgrims, to meet the Hajjaj of that time. In their gatherings, at their campsites. And what was he doing? Inviting them to Islam. Very simple. Ya ayyuhal nas, qulu la ilaha illallah, tuflihu. Beautiful. O oh, people, say there is no God worthy of worship except Allah, and you will attain success. That's the success. That's the key to success in this world and the next. The Abu Lahab, the Prophet's uncle, the enemy of Allah and his messenger, what would he do? He would walk behind the Prophet ﷺ, belittling him, insulting him. إِنَّهُ صَابِئٌ كَاذِبٌ He is a rebel. 
He's an outcast. He's a liar. That's what he would do when the Prophet was calling these people to Islam. But we can see that by the time the pilgrims returned that year, they all heard about Muhammad. They all heard about Islam, either through his own efforts or through the works of the Quraysh in their aim to discredit the Prophet Muhammad. My dear brothers, and we'll finish with this, as much as the Quraysh tried to turn people away from Islam, like today, as much as people try to turn people away from Islam, their efforts are in vain. For the Prophet had a profound effect. He had a very positive effect on anyone he spoke to. His awe-inspiring composure, his humbleness, and his dignity, all of these attributes gave his audience a glimpse into the Prophet's character before he even spoke. Then when he did speak, he captivated his audience with his logical speech, sincere and energetic tone, and loving character. It was clear that the Prophet sincerely wanted to guide humanity through revelation from Allah, through the Qur'an. And this is what we need. This is all we need. We need the Qur'an. That's all we need. You have the Qur'an, you have the Sunnah, you can call anyone to Islam. That's it. That's all you need. Now the Quraysh were outraged. And they came up with various plans to now deal with the current situations. Other ways and techniques to overcome and repress the threat of Islam, which included the following. And we're going to speak about this in the upcoming lessons. Ridicule, abuse, slander, diversion, debate and even harassment of the Prophet and his followers. So in the upcoming lessons, we'll speak about how they mocked the Prophet and the companions and the diversions and the ridicule, abuse and slander and debate and even open harassment. This program was presented by Al-Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.